hi guys hi 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 happy new year and you're welcome to the egg podcast i'm not tired i'm not stressed why don't you know my voice is like this i was like mm, it's giving tenor brother or it's not giving soprano basically or bass one of those bass singers but it's not giving soprano i don't know why but yes happy happy new year and happy first podcast of 2024 it's it's good to know that you'd like to listen this year thank you for coming thank you for showing up turning up happy new year again i know that for some people the new year the concept of happy new year is like nothing it's not so much of a big deal because i mean the new year is like the continuation of the previous year and it's nothing new it's nothing different i think for some people it's it's like a new pitch you know it's it's an opportunity to turn a new leaf to do things differently you know so happy new year this episode we're talking about compliments and the title is accept the compliment it's costume made just for you and this is for someone who does not quite agree with the compliments like you can't tell me i'm this good it doesn't make any sense just because i mean beauty is in the eye of the beholder and i do think compliments as well comes from the eye of the complimenter i don't know if that's a thing but you get my point so i mean we think you're amazing and we're telling you you don't believe it but that's just the way because you're the one in the house we are the ones seeing the building from outside and then we appreciate the architecture so chances are that you dwelling in the house because you can't see how beautiful the the external architecture of the house is you then do not um appreciate how amazing that structure is you you, you're not seeing the house at dawn or at dusk you're not seeing the sun set upon the house you're not seeing how it looks winter all that all that too yeah because it's you 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 don't just get it but i said all that to um explain the concept behind today's episode and so just an introduction compliment basically means a polite expression of praise or admiration so like i explained we see something amazing about you you don't have to see because it's you right so because we don't see then we then begin to doubt "Mm." Why would you say my nose is pretty? This nose that we carry insisted something is. The tendencies are that we we discard these compliments, right? It ha- and I think repelling or overly indulging in these compliments is deeply rooted in self-esteem. So I heard someone say one time that there is high self-esteem and there is low self-esteem and there is also the God esteem. There is there is a way God sees you and there is a way he expects you to see yourself because that's the way he sees you. So I'm just going to read through Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The KJV version says, Hey, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Please pay attention to the tense. I have loved thee. Mm, it's not i am loving you or let's see how it goes i'm loving you sha at some point we will see you know chica what i mean i have loved you it's a done deal 
it's already done it's sealed i have loved you the amplified version says i have loved you with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness i have drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you so god is mm, god is god is god is putting forth his track record of consistency that that love i spoke about right that loving kindness i spoke about i will continue to express those to you it's it's the commitment for me the message translation says i have never quit loving you and never will expect love love and more love expect love love not just one love expect love love and more love i have never quit loving you and never will it's like it's like why are you why are you surprised i i thought i thought i thought i told you i love you i thought i told you i love you i have never stopped has there ever been a time where i denied i or i stopped expressing my love to you so i really just love the message translation expect love love and more love you know so god has said to us i have loved you i have already loved you at the same time expect that i will keep loving you so then when you see yourself the way god sees you it becomes different really that just really puts into perspective the god esteem we must learn to see ourselves ourselves rather the way god sees us and i i i have this very strange perspective about love and i don't know if there's there's already a definition but i believe that when someone loves you they let you into their lives when someone truly loves you they let you into their space they embrace you they give you the details they give you the information it's not difficult for you to know what they are doing because it's like oh come on in come come like they say make yourself comfortable you know when god says i have loved you it's a call it's a it's a call of embrace really it's a call to to fatherhood it's a call to companionship it's a call to come in right it's a call to partnership so when so when when the bible says i have loved you it's that hey come on in come come right come on in and then when when they when when people let you into their space they try to make you comfortable right and chances are that she gets so comfortable that you begin to lose sight of the person who has housed you mm. i've seen this around where um it's one of these jokes that um you allow somebody into your house and you tell them to make themselves comfortable and then they fried one crate of egg and plantain and maybe five boxes of sardine or something you know so really i'm like mm, that's not it because though the person loves you you're becoming 
your presence in that home is becoming detrimental to the kitchen economics of the house. You're going to make everybody hungry because they love you and they've accepted you into the house. So I guess my point is that when God says, I love you, he, he is, he's calling you into his space, into his home, into his kingdom. He, he wants you to sup with him. He wants you to partner with him to achieve what he's doing, to achieve the overall, the overall goal, right? But the problem is self gets in the way in the sense that we then begin to build an empire for ourselves in that same home, right? And you would expect clash of the titans. I don't know. <laughs> you, you would typically expect there to be clashes when I let you into my house. I've embraced you. We are not one. I'm showing you the nitty gritty of everything, how things are done. I've changed your way of life. You're becoming better. And then all of a sudden, you then want to build your own thing. That's self. That's very selfish, right? That's very selfish. So that's what happens when um, we deviate from the love of God because um, you're building according to your esteem. You're building according to to the praises of people or even to the praises according to the praises of yourself do you know that the moment um we start to before before in quotes anyone builds anything outside god's will there is this realization of the fact that mm, i don't quite think i'm doing enough i think i'm more than this and then you then start to orchestrate how you will build yours. So it starts with that ideology, that perspective, that perception about yourself, that esteem, that self again, that shifts your focus from how God sees you, what he expects of you to what you think of yourself and how you want things to be done. So when, oops, sorry. When the serpent came to Eve, Eve's point, what she was really holding on to at the time, was that, well, it doesn't matter what we think, it doesn't matter what we want to do, what God said was that we should not. So what he did was that he moved their gaze from the God they deeply honor and love, the God that they truly desire to obey. The serpents moved their gaze from that God to them, to self. So there was Eden, the perfect home that God had created for them, where God was like, oh, come on in. This is your space. Make yourself comfortable. That's where this is. That's where that is. That's where you can prepare that. That's where you can wash that. This is, this is home. This is home. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. But then, the moment Eve then moved her gaze from mm, God said to what do you think? It's not about any God anywhere. I can just imagine the serpent really talking. What do you, you, you think? Don't you think this fruit is very, it's very edible? But I'm just imagining if Adam and Eve were like Nigerians, it would have been dodo. 
like Toto is a big deal, guys. People who don't eat Toto, I don't know. I'm going to dedicate an episode to you guys. People who don't love Toto, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to pray for you guys. <laughs> and then people who don't eat Toto, people who eat plantain chips and say they're eating Toto, another special deliverance. <laughs> Another special deliverance for you guys. Okay, moving on. So Eve began to see that mm, everything I've been carrying on my head as by instruction and obedience is what somebody thinks of me. What do I think of myself? What do I what do I what's what do I think about this thing really? And the very sketchy thing is the devil did not leave her to think it through herself. He was inserting his own opinion. He basically, he basically, you know, he planned it out properly. He planned it out properly. And I do think it's very important we discern what voices we want to listen to. It's very important we're able to discern for a time what voice is speaking to me now. What voice is saying, I don't know what I'm doing? What voice is saying, I am stupid? What voice is saying, I am dumb? What voice is saying, I can't make anything out of life? What voice is saying, you're not that amazing after all? What voice is saying, I do not think you're meant to be here? You know, it is quite important that we're able to discern those voices. Um, I was somewhere... And I saw this, I have this very good, I believe, this very good habit of taking pictures of notes and nuggets that really minister to me. And I'll read this. It says, two natures beat within my breast. The one is cursed, the other is blessed. The one I love, the one I hate, the one I feed will dominate. Oh, I don't know if there is anything truer than this. Like, it happens. It it's it does every day, daily. When those voices come, you know, one tells you, "Oh, well done, that was a good job," and I was like, "It wasn't a big deal. It really wasn't a big deal." Stop smiling, <laughs> you know. So the one you feed, the one you pay attention to, basically dominates. So back to the analogy of home and you building your mansion in a home where you're meant to live according to according to the desire for the desire of the one who has so graciously loved you and embraced you into his space you're very inclined to overly indulge in compliments if um if you're not seeing yourself the way god sees you and you're also very inclined to repel and recheck or just scoff over compliments when there's that low self-esteem and you don't even see yourself the way God sees you. So the God esteem that helps you not overly get excited, you know, about compliments. It doesn't permit you to, to want to build something else outside god what the god esteem does is that it aligns you you know it puts you in that space where 
the way God sees you is the way you see yourself. Right. So everything you do, when compliments come in, you see it in relation to how much God has graciously loved you. Right. And how that he said in Jeremiah 31, 3, that expect love, love, love. So when you leave daily to expect love, when somebody tells you, oh, you're amazing. Oh, you do this so well. I think you're a very smart person. You'll be like, oh yeah, thank you very much. Because you're expecting that love. You're expecting that praise, that admiration. And the caveat is that you're then not want to take it overboard because um, the love you expect, you're expecting is secondary to the fact that somebody loved you first, right? It is secondary to the fact that somebody loved you first. So the conclusion of everything is see yourself the way God sees you. Um, in this context, God is the subject. He's the one seeing you. So the accuracy of your perception about yourself is inaccurate without God being in the picture. So we will miss it. Um, we, we, will, we will have the wrong judgment to compliments if we don't receive it in relation to God. And God, the Bible states it already in Jeremiah 31, 3, that I have loved you. I have loved you. It's the love you're receiving, the continuity of my loving kindness to you is hinged on the fact that I first started loving you. I already completed that I'll keep loving you. So yeah, accept the compliments. It's costume made just for you. No one wears it better than you do. It's been tailored to you. So embrace the compliments. Have the God esteem and be good yeah thank you for for coming thank you for listening see you in the next episode bye